0: This is Dr. Nathan Jen from the Department of Leukemia at Anderson Cancer Center in Houston. At the recent ASH meeting, we reported abstract 359, which was the combined ibrutinib and nidoclax in patients with relapsed refractory CLL. Both ibrutinib and nidoclax are currently approved for patients with CLL. However, when used as monotherapy, most of the remissions are partial remission, and indefinite treatment is recommended when these drugs are used in monotherapy. Based on the Morano study, venetoclax plus rituximab was recently approved for relapsed refractory CLL as a time-limited therapy. We had initiated a combination of these two drugs, ibrutinib and venetoclax, two oral agents as a non-chemotherapy approach for patients with CLL because of non-overlapping fenzofaction and non-overlapping toxicity profile. So we initiated this trial with ibrutinib and venetoclax and relapsed refractory CLL, patients who need treatment criteria. Patients received ibrutinib for three months at 420 mg once daily standard dose followed by addition of nitoclax, starting at 20 milligrams daily, going up to the target dose of 400 milligrams daily. Combination therapy was given for a total of 24 cycles of the treatment. And if the bone marrow was positive for MRD at 24 cycles, patients could continue ibrutinib. We enrolled 80 patients between July 2016 and August of 28. One patient was later reclassified as clinic marzozol lymphoma and was excluded. So of the 79 patients, five patients came off study during the brute immunotherapy and the remaining 74 patients initiated the combination therapy. The median follow-up is 27 months. The median age of the study group was 61 years and 25% of the patients had deletion 17P. 34% of the patients had DP3 mutation. When you look at undetectable MRD4, as the best response, it was noted in 56% of the patients. When we look at undetectable MRD4 at 12 months on an intent-to-treat analysis, that rate was 40%. So overall, this data again suggests that you can achieve high rate of undetectable MRD with a non-chemotherapy approach for this patient population. When we look at the pretreatment characteristics, it appears the responses were occurring across all genetic subgroups, including DEL17P, DEL11Q, patients with unmuted V gene or patients with NOTCH1 and SS3B1 mutations. Overall, two patients in the study had disease progression after completing 24 cycles of the treatment. And now one patient received Ibrutinib again and is in a partial remission. And the second patient went to a CD19-card ethers therapy and is currently in remission. So this study has completed accrual. We're continuing to monitor these patients for long-term safety and efficacy. And again, one of the toxicities, which was neutropenia, was seen in 43% of the patients. So if you're using this combination, you need to be aware of frequent CBC monitoring and the use of growth factor support for these patients. And there are several studies which are ongoing, both actually in the frontline and the relapse setting, combining these two agents together. And these studies will help further define the role of this combination in CLL.